this is Chanel. Hi, this is Stacy. Hey, nerds, this is Ashley. And this is Fanfic Fanatics. Hi, guys. Welcome to One Shot Wednesday. Um, this week, I'm going to be reading a one-shot um, called Bloody Hands and Damaged Hearts by Alana San. It is a Hunger Games one-shot. That pairing is Effie and Hamish. Um, the little um, note at the beginning is based off of a quote. It says, my quote that I chose for this um, is, We met our wounds in each other's body by Lydia Yukonivich. And let's get started. The kiss happened in the breath between a shout and a slap. Effie couldn't say who moved first or how they went to Hamish screaming at her and her hand making an unforgiving descent towards his cheek to their lips being locked together. She shouldn't have brought up his games. She knew that much. She shouldn't have accused him of letting children die year after year. She shouldn't have yelled at him that he was responsible. She shouldn't have tried to hit him. But her tributes were dead yet again, lost before the games even properly started, and it hurt so badly. She was upset and tired, and her head throbbed because she was trying not to cry, and he shouldn't have tossed a glass at the wall. He shouldn't have called her names. He had called her. He shouldn't have reminded her he wasn't the one who picked up the names so if somebody there was responsible for their death, logic dictated that it wasn't him. He shouldn't have threatened her. She figured he was upset too, because she had brought up the second quarter quell and how Maisley would have made a better mentor, how the girl from one should have won and spared them all a useless mentor, because he wasn't drunk enough yet to pretend he didn't care, because their tributes were dead yet again, and the children had been too young too innocent, too, and there they were now, with her right wrist tightly clasped in his grip from when he had intercepted her slap, her body pinned to the cold glass of the bay window, her mouth actively exploring his. It was wrong, so, so wrong. He wedged a knee between her legs but met no resistance because her thighs parted readily, a little too readily. She wasn't sure what her free hand was doing on his chest, but soon enough, the buttons of the shirt gave way to skin, and he groaned into her mouth as her fingers met his skin. They found chest hair. He never kept himself groomed. His tongue forced her lips apart, and the kiss deepened. She could feel his heavy breaths on her face, and she told herself she was disgusted. Her hips rocked twice without her consent. He sucked her tongue in his mouth. Damn, he could kiss. The hand that wasn't still holding her wrist so hard it was a bruise on her breast, kneading it over her dress. Did he expect her to just surrender to him? She never did. She bit down on his bottom lip as she drew her head back. He hissed. His hand shot up from her breast to grab her throat. She immediately caught his wrist and pulled, but his big hand remained where it was, and there was such fury on his face that for a second she thought he might actually do it kill her like he had threatened to do since she had started working for 12. But he didn't squeeze. He just choked her or strangled her. 
He was breathing hard. They both were. He took a step back, his hand half slipping from around her throat, his grip slackening on her wrist. She used the advantage to shrug his hand off, and then she used her newly free hand to grab the collar of his shirt and pull him back to her. He went willingly enough, racing himself with one hand on the bay window over her head. His body still crushed hers against the glass, his hand still squeezing against her throat before moving down, following the curve of her collarbone, finding the sweetheart neck of her dress. When he touched the top of her breast, she sucked in a breath of air. I hate you, he growled, and that he could believe. I hate you more, she hissed, and brutally undid his belt. She hated him because he wasn't what she expected him to be, and he refused to conform to her expectations. He wasn't the dashing victor she had watched win a quarter quell. He wasn't playing at being a happy mentor. He refused to pretend 12 could ever win, even to reassure young children who are going to die. He systematically burst her bubble when she repeated loud and clear that this year would be the year. She hated him because he had made her see what was under the scratched veneer of the Capitol, and it wasn't pretty. She supposed he hated her because she conformed a little too much to his expectations. She was the perfect walking Capitol doll, the dream escort, dumb enough not to be a threat, but witty enough to appeal to most. He hated her because he wanted her, had wanted her from the very first moment he'd refused to shake her hand. She wasn't actually dumb. She knew when a man's eyes lingered too long, and she also knew what it meant. He hated her because she tried to make him care, tried to shape him into an actual victor, tried to stop him from drowning in alcohol and forget that they had a job to do. She was the embodiment of all that he hated, all that had hurt him all his life in one egregious, in one gorgeous package. He was the walking reminder that everything she had ever beheld as truth was a lie. He was the breathing grave of her peace of mind. He fucked her because it was the way of fucking everyone that had ever used him for their amusement. She fucked him because he had taken her innocence from him, her, and she would have preferred to remain blind. He fucked her to get some sort of sick revenge. She fucked him to punish him and herself. It was twisted and wrong and as toxic as it came. But there was always a moment, a second in the middle of it, when their eyes would meet and they would recognize each other for what they really were. Two very fucked up people who didn't know how to cope with the festering wounds inside their souls. And for that second, that brief, tiny moment, they weren't alone and the wounds were soothed. That was why they always went back to roughly pushing each other against flat surfaces when they swore high and low afterwards that it was the last time and that it wouldn't happen again. That brief moment when they knew, deep down, that they were the same. Slaves and murderers, bloody hands, and damaged hearts. (laughs) Dude. Okay. I'm obsessed. (laughs) I'm going to have to start reading the, I'm going to have to start reading Haymitch and Effie. I know, right? First of all, just like her saying, like, you know, he didn't groom himself with the chest hair and choking and and the hating and oh my god, yeah, that was intense. I know. That's I feel like that could be canon. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Because like they, because you kind of see in the 
books that Effie at the end does kind of like have this moment or moments where she like realizes that the capital is not all that she thought it was. You know, she realizes that they're bad people and, you know, it's been a lie this whole time. And, um, and that Hamish was kind of right. Like, yeah, he's rough and gruff and an alcoholic, but you know, he's been telling you. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason for this. Right. And so, um, like kind of this one shot is kind of like if, if it had happened years before where she kind of had like, you know, the blinders off years before and realized like, Hey, okay. Yeah. He's doesn't go about it the best way, but he has a point. I kind of like, like him a little bit. And he's also like, yeah, she pretends and puts on this like facade, but she actually is smart and understands what's going on. And, um, and they kind of like have a mutual respect for each other. Um, and yeah, but they still like hide their feelings and like pretend like they don't really like each other. And so anyway, that's why I like reading about them. I like it. <laughs> it's, I it's, like it. It reminds me of Draco and Hermione. Where it's like, I swear yeah. I, was gonna say I don't, I don't want to admit that I like you, but I kind of like but you. But I do. <laughs> but I do. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to definitely check out more of their fix because as you were reading, I was just thinking the same thing. Like this kind of makes sense. Like why they would have this like, it like this enemies to lovers like yeah, right which right. is i love that you know what i mean yes yes very much so yeah anyway. that was a great one shot i loved it that was a good pick <laughs> it was a uh, hot and intense and yeah 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 so i thought we'd still have a little hunger games this week so yeah, yeah. since we didn't get love to it. did we mention that we didn't get to our um I oh yeah i don't even think i said that in the, i, didn't I think, think you I did that. Maybe. Yeah, oh, yeah, you, I did. Yeah, I did. You said there would be no, there's no fic. Yeah. No fic so. this week. So we'll get a Hunger Games fanfic in here at some point. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's yeah, such a will. great story. I love the Hunger <laughs> Games. And yes. those movies were so well done. Oh, which not to drop a little truth bomb, but uh, Chanel has not seen the last movie. So everybody <laughs> come Chanel for doesn't her watch in the, the last movie in any good series. I know. <laughs> She's I like, I'm not going to let it end. <laughs> I know. I, I That's what I told Stacey. I was like, it just won't. I didn't watch the Twilight, the last one. I didn't watch the Harry Potter last one. I didn't do Hunger. I was like, this is a pattern. Ooh, um, maybe we should we watch just- the last one and record it. Yeah. So we can get your reactions to it. It's yeah. basically us forcing Chanel to watch them. Like the <laughs> totally it's like Twilight and the last Hunger Games. <laughs> totally is. Oh my gosh. That's a great idea. I know. And now last... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say you've seen the last Harry Potter, right? Yeah, my friends in college, they made me watch it. And I was like, guys, I've never seen this before. <laughs> Anyways, go but, on, Chanel. Um, yeah. Well, and now there's a new um, Hunger Games movie coming out. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I'm I need so to excited. read this book because the the cast looks. The photos that I've seen from it look like it's mm-hmm. going to be really interesting. Yes. So. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Hey. And we got to go see the movie. Yes. yes. We'll go to the movie when it comes out and bring our thing to record people and then like, do you read Hunger Games fan fiction? We'll stand like, out we'll stand out by the yes. opening when you gotta walk into the theater Can like a bunch of psychos. And I, like uh, what, Martin Short with our little with our little thing. We'll be like press, press. <laughs> yeah, we'll be like real quick, what do you think of Hamish and Katniss hooking up? And they'll be like, We're gonna need Buh. to ask you through three to please leave. <laughs> please leave. <laughs> Like yeah, we got three weirdos with microphones in uh, theater twelve. Please get them out of here. We don't need their commentary for this. 
<laughs> I, All right. I love it. Oh, uh, man. Well, I love well, you guys. So, yes. Well, that's our one shot, guys. Boop, boop. Have Hope a good you liked week, it. Guys. Yeah. Bye, nerds. Bye.